Local SEO for small businesses, how to gain visibility. This is going to be a very exciting room. You already know what's going to happen. I'm so excited for you guys to be here and be part of today's discussion. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for being part of everything that I'm doing here on Clubhouse and also outside Clubhouse. This is going to be a very um, exciting room because I'm going to be talking about local SEO for small businesses. So this is going to be a very high, high touching point room where we're going to really discuss about how to use your business correctly, how to structure your business correctly, what to do with your business when your business is a brick and mortar, or if you have an online store and maybe you're planning to have a brick and mortar and you have the business in your locality, wherever you're located in the world, this is going to apply to you. This is going to be a very interesting room. So I'm so glad that you're here and you're part of today's discussion. As we're in this room, as we are over here just talking about this amazing concept, I would like you guys to do two major things for me. One, make sure you follow the marketing club. That's at the top of my room with a greenhouse. Follow the club because you're going to be able to know what rooms to be in. You can also RSVP for all the people who also RSVP'd for this room. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. I was like, wow, people are RSVPing for my room. This is this is different. <laughs> and I like the new Clubhouse feature where you can actually see those things because when people tap on the bell, you don't know who's signed up. You don't know who's subscribed. You don't know who's checking. So it's a really good indicator to know what I need to do next so that my next rooms are also as impactful. So I appreciate you guys for doing that and following the marketing club. Make sure you follow me too, because following me allows you to know what rooms I'm in, you know, where I pop up at, and I'm going to be on Clubhouse heavy, 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 heavy this week. So today's a Monday and I'm starting off right. <laughs> so I thank you so much for being here. Secondly, make sure that you click the link in this room. For those who have RSVP'd for this event, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you guys. And as you're in this room, please make sure that you click the link in this room because I have a membership that I'm so excited for, which I'm going to be kicking off on Thursday, June 30th. If you look, if you look at my profile, if you click the link in my profile, you will see, or not the link really, because you don't have links on Clubhouse, but if you look at my profile, you will see that I do have the enrollment that's going to be kicking off June 30th and it's going to be closing August 15th. Towards the end of this room, I'm going to tell you three price points so that you can be able to know which tier you can plan for because it's very, very flexible. And I've made sure that this is something I've thought through. I've prayed about it. I've thought about it. So many things I've done to make sure that we can be able to have an amazing experience because I just don't want to be on Clubhouse talking and talking and talking. And there's no place for us to actually have that interaction because I want us to move from Clubhouse to Zoom. At some point, we're going to be able to have some rooms that will be curated within the membership, which we're going to also extend here on Clubhouse. So it's going to be very exciting and also going to be very rewarding for you as well. I'll tell you the things that you're going to expect, what you're going to be looking out for, and how best you can be able to apply these concepts for your business. Thank you, Iyana. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're also here as well. Thank you so much for, for the comments. So before we kick off, I want to know because I also want to also have a an idea in the room. I'm going to turn off the hand raising so I can refresh it and I'm going to turn it back on 
because I want you guys to help me help you. So by a show of hands, how many of you in the room have a local business? Maybe it's a local brick and mortar. Maybe it's a, a locality. Maybe you've had your business for a while. Okay. We see a few hands. Okay. Thank you so much for indicating that. Okay. Who else has a... Okay. I see some hands. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome, Shaniqua. Okay. We have another person. Okay. Thank you for that. So we have a good number of you who have a local business. This is perfect because this is why I want us to discuss. This is why I'm bringing this room up. Okay. We have a few more people raising their hands. So we're in the perfect room for the perfect discussion. If you have any question, feel free to just interrupt me, raise your hand, come on stage, ask me the question, DM me, back channel me, or you know, ask the question in the room chat and I'll be checking the room chat frequently. Hey, Shaniqua, what's up? <laughs> I see you in the chat as well. Welcome to the chat. Now, local SEO for small businesses, why I'm so passionate about small businesses is because I also have a business too. I run a business and it's a marketing agency and consultancy business where we've been able to really coach people and help them understand the value of SEO. Whenever I have a conversation with someone that has no clue about SEO, the moment we are done with those 30 minutes, they're like, oh, I, I wish I knew this earlier. Oh, I've been hiring someone to do this. I didn't know this was the plan. I didn't know this was what I've been, you know, I've been doing wrong. It, it gets clearer as you think about it because SEO is such a huge term. It's such a huge word. And people just throw it around, SEO, SEO, SEO. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You want to make sure that you have a strong platform. You want to make sure you have a strong business, a strong front, wherever you are. You want to make sure that you have something strong to deliver. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to gain visibility. And this tips is just the top of the funnel. It's just something at the tip of the iceberg, you know, for an iceberg to remain an iceberg, you have to think about what's under. You have to think of what's what's below the surface. And that's where the membership comes in. But for today, I just want to touch on a few points that's going to give you that interest, that desire, and that plan to think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. So I want us to be able to go deeper into this. So for local SEO, right? Local SEO is a major, major, major factor to think about. Hey, Heather, it's a major factor because when you think about local, right? I'm going to break it down. Local. When you think about local, you're thinking about people near you. You're thinking about your competitors near you. You're thinking about your businesses near you. You're thinking about people that are around you. They're thinking about people who are connecting with you. These are people who are consistently going to find your information valuable. And if they are really looking for your business, your service, then you would have to be able to show them what your service is made of or what it contributes to the community or why it's even existing or what it offers for you to be able to stay on top of that. So when you're creating content, yes, you can create content as a local business on Instagram, on TikTok on Facebook, you can do all those things. And it's so possible. That is 100% okay. But here's a catch. If you have a local business, one of the things that 
you're told, maybe they tell you, or maybe you just know it because it's second nature, is that, oh, I have a brick and mortar, so I need to be on Google Maps. That's the first thing someone thinks about. And they're like, okay, I need to be on Google Maps. What happens after that? What is the connection between Google Maps and your business? So you start to think wide, you start to think far, you start to think deep. You start asking yourself, okay, how do I do it? So you go on Google and say, how do I add my business on Google Maps? I'm sure you're going to get a result that says, set up an account with your Google My Business Profile or Google Business Profile Manager. So when you do that, right, you are taking the first step. I want to make sure that I don't skip any step either in today's room. So you're gaining visibility by connecting your business to the public. And the public does not know about your business because they're not finding you in those near me locations or near me listings that they're looking through. So for you to be able to create that, you want to make sure that that's where you start from. And yes, Heather, thank you so much for you know highlighting that it's called Google Business Profiles. I actually had a room about this some time back. So if you guys want to listen to that room, please feel free to do so. So it's it's where you really have to start thinking about your your business and how your business connects to your profile, how your business connects to the public profile. And the public profile is where people find you. They look at your business. I'm sure you've done this before. I've done it myself, where you want to know, okay, I want to look for a good restaurant near me where I can go for the weekend. And I check out restaurants near me. And the first thing I look at is the reviews. I look at the stars. So if I see a two star, I'm not going there. If I see a three star, I have to read the reviews to know why. If I see a four and a five star, it kind of gives me a green light. So those are indicators that show that your business is active. It shows that your business is very well placed and also shows that your business has connections. So when you're creating these connections with your business, you want to also identify the factors that affect that business. So if you have a review and let's say you have reviews, let's say you have a thousand reviews. Now in each of these reviews, Hey, Sarah, thank you for joining. If you have reviews, right, the reviews that people are leaving are going to be centered around your business. Now, this is where the SEO part comes in. First of all, you already know it's it's illegal to tell someone what to say in a review because that's not a good code of ethic or a good code of conduct. So just tell them, leave us a review, see what happens. If they give you a four-star accept it. If they give you a five star, accept it. That's what you got. If they give you a three or two or one, you know why that happened. So make sure that as you're doing this, you're letting them know and you're giving them an experience on your service or your product when they walk through the door. Because by the time they leave, they're going to leave with a product. They're going to leave with a card. They're going to leave with a business contact, they're going to leave with an idea. They're going to probably come back and, you know, plan to, because they're probably saving for something or they already have it, you know, at hand, but they want to compare prices. You don't know what they're thinking. You want to make sure that you are creating value as well. And, uh, and by the time you're creating that value, that value is being reciprocated with words. So if you have a restaurant, for example, because I'm just giving you a very typical example, If you have a restaurant 
and in this restaurant, you're serving seafood, <clears throat> for example. Now, if you're serving seafood and the person that comes into the, the store or comes into the restaurant says, hey, I, I want to get some lobster and this and that and this and that, and they're done, the food is juicy, it's good, it's, it's tantalizing, it's tasty, and then they leave satisfied, they've left a tip, you know, all the stuff that you do when you go to a restaurant. By the time they leave and they leave a review, they might leave a review before they leave the building. So if they leave a review, right, now that review is going to have the word lobster in it. They're like, oh, me and my family had lobster for dinner and we enjoyed the experience. Now the word lobster equals to restaurants. So if somebody is looking for lobster near me, your business could show up in the listing because you have somebody who actually left a review organically. That's where the SEO comes in. Organically, they left a review. They probably didn't know what they were doing about SEO. All they were doing was expressing themselves, which is the whole point of the experience. You don't want to make this so systematic or robotic. You want to make sure that you are creating value each and every step of the way. So if they leave a review and they say that the lobster was really good, it was tantalizing, they probably even took a picture, which even goes an extra mile for you. That goes a very long way for somebody who's thinking about lobster the following day or the following hour. So if you're putting your content out there consistently, tell them and encourage them to leave content, leave something that is valuable because what they say is what Google is going to pick. And this is what happens with the SEO because Google, right, has a way of picking out the right information for their, for their consumers, which is the best way to do it is where you start to see something, some type of relevance scores here. This is what you start to see. If someone's typing lobster near me and they see reviews, they're going to see the top three reviews that shows that. First of all, it's going to be based on recency, which is another way of saying how recent was this review given? If somebody gave that review in January, it's not as effective as somebody who left a review two weeks ago. So when you're creating value online, and you're telling people to leave a review, that is another way of saying I'm impacting my business or I'm, I'm positively impacting my business using off-page SEO. Off-page SEO is where the reviews come in because with those reviews, you're gaining visibility, you're gaining trust, you're gaining authenticity, you're gaining value, you're gaining presence, you're gaining visibility. So you're gaining visibility for each of those reviews that are coming to you. Because Google is always going to know that that person left that information there. There's a timestamp. There's a date stamp. So when you're leaving those things and people are finding them and they're reading them before they even give you a call, they know that this person is actually having a good business. Now, you're going to ask me, okay, I get that. That makes sense. I've probably done that before. But what does that have to do with SEO for my business? Or how do I use that for my business with SEO in mind? The answer to that question is... When you're creating content for people, right, your Google business profile or your Google My Business, because people always hear those different things. I like to give both terms so that we can keep the room out of balance, is where you start to think about the value that you give people. And that value is where you start creating content. So I talked about it earlier. You have an Instagram account or a Facebook account or an account that is going to, you know, give more presence or give more visibility to your business. 
and you're doing that consistently online, right? Now, if you're doing that consistently online, and let's say you have a picture, you have a carousel, or you have a video, your Google business profile needs to have the same thing. Because when you have posts, when you, have, when you create posts on your profile, that post is going to go public. And when it goes public, knowing that you had all those keywords we've talked about before, we've talked about having your, your name or your file name renamed to the keyword with the hyphen so that your JPEG or your PNG has some presence online because it's going into a server, right? When you're creating that content consistently, you want to be able to think about the posts that you're creating. Make sure they're compelling. Make sure they're visible. Make sure people can see them. Make sure people can understand what you're saying. If you have a local event near you, or maybe you're a vendor at an event, or maybe you do something with a business locally, you want to highlight those things. You want to shout them out. You want to give them credit. Because what you're doing is that you're impacting your audience visibility by showing them what you have as your own business. Now, your own business can be anything that you're doing right now, right? But what's going to make your business count, what's going to make your business grow is how well you're structuring your business organically. Now, organically is another way of saying, how can I, how can I be able to humanize my brand? Now, humanizing your brand is a very important process. It's a very important procedure to the maximum visibility that you're giving to your consumer because you're not just creating content for yourself. You're creating content for Google to see so that Google can suggest your business first. Now, when you create those posts, right, those posts are going to have pictures. They could have videos. It could be a carousel. It could be a call to action. Now, when you're creating those posts, Keep in mind that people are going to see those posts a month from now, six months from now, six years from now. We had a client, I'll give you an example. We had a client who were um, there in San Antonio and they did a hair braiding, they have a hair braiding salon. And they were like, oh, we need to be visible on Google. And the first thing that I did was audit their site. And I realized that their site, I don't know what happened or what who the developer was, but literally their site was looking like, it was in Japanese writing on Google, which was scary. That already told me one, they were either hacked or two, something was not connected well. And that's why they're getting skewed data. So we were able to solve that problem. And when I looked at their Google business profile page, the last thing that they had was far back as 2013. So I was like, nah, you can't do this. You can't be thriving in business and not care about your online presence. Those two don't even connect. They don't even clash. They don't even, they don't click. So we had to solve that problem quickly because we had to start creating posts to let people know, hey, this is what we have. This is what we're doing. Another thing that you also want to make sure that you have with your Google business profile is that when you have a local business and your business is on Google Maps, that means that you have a Google business profile, right? And that profile will have a section in your dashboard that says, do you want to turn on calls and do you want to turn on messages? Now, those are two key areas for converting business because that's organic conversions for you. When you have your messages turned on and you have your calls turned on, you're always going to get messages from people asking about your business because they're going to say hair braiding salon near me 
or were looking for hair braiding near me and they're going to find a list of options, especially depending on where they are. But if you've been creating posts, if you've been updating your profile, if you've been able to show people where you're located, if you've been able to, let's say, have blogs, which is even a good thing, you can, you can create a post and that post on Google can have a link to your business, which is on your website, and they can click on it from Google. That's another way of adding a backlink to your business. So don't think too far. Don't think too hard on this. But the major thing, the major concept I want to really you know, drive today is when you're creating content for business, when you're creating your business profile, when you're updating your social media, when you're putting things out there for people to see, for them to understand, for them to connect with, at some point, that review, that link, that video, that photo is what's going to let someone know about your business a little bit more than what they already knew. And that's where you can be able to thrive in your business because when you gain visibility that way, it stands strong. Now, the next point I want to create and let you know about is this, and you probably have done this before, or you probably have never heard of it. It's either or, which is this, when you are creating your business, online, when your business profile is active, when it's live, right? You'll also want to take care of your website. Now, when you have a website, your website needs to be connected to the Google search console. I've been talking about this everywhere I go. So whenever you hear Google search console, you're like, yeah, I feel like I said this before. I've been saying it and I'll keep saying it because I want to make sure that everybody knows about it in case they never knew about what that means. Google Search Console is a free tool that is given by Google to every business owner or to any website owner or any person who is thinking about starting up a website. Now, when you create your website and you publish it, when it's published from your website and it hasn't been published to the Google Search Console, neither has it been submitted as a sitemap to your Google Search Console behind. You're really far behind because you want to make sure that you are connecting your search console to your website, which has a link. And that link is where people are going to feel comfortable because they can see you organically on your website, on the listing. So when you're creating content and you're building a connection between the two, you're not only thinking about yourself. You're not only thinking about your business. You're not only thinking about Oh, what do I have? What am I selling? Who's going to buy from me today? You should be thinking about how well can someone see me months from now without me having to lift a finger because I was able to structure my content and place my business online in an established manner. So that's what you want to think about as you're growing your business, because your business is really the starting point for you. That's really where you start to see things. Let's say you don't have a brick and mortar store. Let's say you have an online website. And your website is online, it's active, it's published, it's out there, and people are coming to your website and maybe you'll have a tracker and seeing how it's going for you. One of the major things that I should be able to see when I come to your website is structure. Now, when you have structure in your website, people can be able to connect with you. If you have a website on your homepage or maybe your contact us page, you should have the Google map there. That Google map is a snapshot, it's a screenshot. It's, a, it's an idea of where your local business is. If you don't have a local business, 
that has an in-store location or brick and mortar, that's still fine. You don't need to have that there, but it's an added advantage for you if you do have one, because that way someone can see it. They'll be like, oh, I know that street. Oh, I know that building. Oh, I know that, that road because they've seen it before, they've heard about it before, or maybe they haven't, and they're going to get to know it because they want to connect with your business. So as you're creating this for your business and you're building your visibility, your SEO has to be tight. Your SEO has to be strong. Technically, on page, off page, you want to make sure that you have those tight grips. You want to make sure that people are finding you, they're connecting with you, they're being responsive to what you're saying, and they're also connecting the dots at the same time. So those are things that you want to consider. Those are things that you want to think about as you're building your business, because building a business can take a while. And sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know how to build my business. I don't know who's going to be posting for me every day. Sometimes you just need someone to be able to do that for you, because that's where you get to see those strategies coming in. And that's where you start to see those, those everyday success milestones that you're creating for your business. So think about SEO as a way of connecting the dots. Think of SEO as a way of letting people know, hey, I have a business. I want to run my business in a certain type of way. And my business is going to thrive because I have these special products that people don't have. There's always a question people always ask when you when you have a business. What makes your business different from the others? That's always a big question. And everybody has an answer because they have a business that they own and they know what they're offering. Now, when you know your competition, when you know your, your scores, when you know your relevance, when you know your impact in the society, in the community, around where you are, you are creating value because this value is going to come from what they respond to. If somebody has one review on their business and it's a five star and it's one review and that one review was done, let's say, four months ago, now you can't really decide whether that business is good or not. Yes, it's good because you've seen the review, but that could be a friend. That could be a family member. You don't know. So you can't really tell about that until you start to see 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people. When you start to see those reviews and you start to see what they're talking about, that's what changes your impact. I'm sure you already know this, but for people who even use Amazon, because I use Amazon Prime, and anybody who uses Amazon, right? Before you even buy the product, this is something that is so second nature that I, I'm just telling you because you already know this is true. Before you place that product, you would have compared products, one. Two, you'd have definitely checked those reviews because you want to know what other people are talking about before you place your order. So those reviews are major factors. They are major conversion points that's going to determine whether someone's going to buy from you or whether someone's going to work with you or someone's going to connect with you. Because if someone leaves a review and they say that you had a bad service, for example, let's say you had a bad service and you treated them badly and they didn't like what you said and they leave a review. Now, if you go and respond to that review and you tell them how that can be solved, it shows PR, it shows public relations, it shows how well-connected you are to your clients or to your clientele. Because when you leave that review and you tell them what you want to tell them, and then that business responds back and says, I'm sorry, this happened to you. Maybe we can solve it this way. Click this link to learn more about us or maybe have a, a discounted fee on us when you're connecting with us. Those are things that you want to be able to do, which is going to eventually push your business up. It's going to take your business to the next level. And that's where you start to see a lot of 
value. You're going to see a lot of driven value. So don't just think about your business and say, oh, somebody left a one-star review and that's it. Go back there, figure out why they left it, contact them, let them know, hey, this is what we have. This is what we've been doing for you. So that way you're not just thinking about your business as one business on the street or on the, on the map. You're really thinking about how can I be able to push this further? We've talked about reviews. We've talked about how well your reviews are supposed to help people. When you have reviews and those reviews have consistent keywords in them without you having to tell them what to say. I gave you the lobster example earlier on. When you think about those kind of words they're saying, Google is going to create bold, is pretty much going to bolden those words because those words are what people are looking for. When someone types in something on Google, the first thing that you notice is if you just scroll down the page, the first page or any other page on the listing, you will see that the word that you typed in the search query box or in the search query bar or just in the search bar is going to be boldened out in the listing, in the descriptive sec section. So if you have a website, your meta description, your meta tags, your meta title, your images, the videos that you're putting out there, the tags that you're creating, they all have to be semantically constructed. They have to be so well put together that if someone's looking at your business from afar and they've never had contact with your business, they can see that you're well-organized. It looks good. It looks clean. It looks tidy and it looks very pleasant and looks aesthetically pleasing for me to walk in. When you have a business, take a picture of your business location. Take a picture of how it looks from the outside. Take a picture of how it looks on the inside. Even when you upload pictures on your Google business profile, it gives you different sections. There's 360, there's inside or indoor, there's outside or outdoor, there are customer photos, there are owner's photos, there are different types of photos that you can be able to push out there. And you're always going to get views. One of the things I noticed too for me and what I see with our clients is that when we have pictures that are taken outside the building, let's say you have a building and you take those pictures, those pictures when they see that, people are going to see that and they're going to visualize themselves inside those buildings. So when they see outside and they see inside and they see around the room and they see what people have done, they see what pictures people have taken, pictures people have taken, eventually that is going to bring a lot of value because that value now is no longer just about, oh, I have business, oh, I have links, or oh, I have people clicking my profile. It's more about how can I be able to stay connected to the people looking for me and giving me the value I'm, I'm receiving because I was able to give them something to think about. Now, it's not just about, oh, I have a business. Oh, I have content. Oh, I have structure. Oh, I have the best posts. Oh, I have the best designs in town. It's really about, can my message be heard? Can my message be felt? Can my message be understood? When you can under understand those concepts and easily simply put them out there for people to conceptualize and to take in, it's another way of showing that you do have value, you do have structure, and people can be able to find your business valuable. Now, when you think about valuability, oh, that's a big word. <laughs> if you think about, if that's even a word, if you think about the value you're giving people, you want to think about what they can gain from that. This topic, this room, this discussion is how to gain visibility, not how to lose visibility, how to gain visibility. Because if you're gaining visibility, you're gaining credibility at the same time. You're gaining momentum at the same time. 
And you're also gaining that kind of presence, an online presence for that matter, where people can feel comfortable speaking to you. They can tell you what their problems are. They can tell you what, you know, they've been going through. They've been telling you, oh, I've gone to three other places and I couldn't find what I was looking for until I came to you. Those are things that when people see, they're like, oh, what is so special about her business? What is so special about his business? That's really where you start to see a lot of connections because now you're connecting the dots. Now you're giving people something to see. Now you're telling more people about your business and now your small business is turning into a business that people can actually value and appreciate because it's existing, one, it's visible, two, and it's responsive, three. So those are the things I want to highlight for you and give you, you know, just an overview as a business. So if anybody has any questions, feel free to raise your hand. We're going to be here for the next, I'll say 10 to 20 minutes because I've been here since the top of the hour. And I want to make sure I can answer anybody's question in case you have a question in the back channel or in the room chat, or feel free to raise your hand and we can be able to have a discussion. So I would love to hear what your question is if you have any question, because I'm sure there's some things that we were able to learn today. And I hope that was also going to give you some visibility for your business. So with that said, I want to welcome Celeste. Celeste, good morning. I haven't seen you in a minute. How are you? Hi. I know I've been a little busy. I've been a little MIA, but it's so good to see you. And I love, love, love your little masterclass that you just gave. Well, I won't call it little mini masterclass. Let's call it that. Um, so yeah, just happy to see you. Thanks for inviting me up. Anytime, anytime. Definitely. I, you know, I, I would love people to know about your your business and what you've been able to do for your community because local SEO is a big part of your strategy as well. And as you're speaking, I'm going to change the link in the room. I'm going to put our podcast that we did together so that people can have more insight on what we discussed because there's some things that you talked about that people are not, they've probably never heard it before. So just tell people how you've been able to use local SEO or even SEO in general to boost your visibility and gain that credibility too. Perf, perf. So, hey, y'all. Um, I see a lot of familiar faces. Hey, Shaniqua. Hey, Iana. Um, anyhow. Oh, and there's somebody named Portland. Sorry, I live in Portland. Okay, so I'm going to make this real quick. Um, my name is Celeste, and I have owned a service-based business. Um, it has been 11 years, y'all. That's crazy. But this month, we celebrate our 11-year anniversary. I am getting old as hell. Um, however, <laughs> when I started my business, I actually was like a super struggling single mom. I literally took my, like, um, I don't know if anybody's ever been in a real strugglepreneur phase, but um, the only thing I knew when I started my business is I needed a website and I needed a business bank account. I literally scraped together my last $100 because you need a um, $100 initial deposit to open the account. I was like, hey, when can I get this back? That's how broke I was, right? Um, and I had no idea, like, you know, what it took to um, start a business. But when I made my ugly website, I was like, all right, how are people going to find this? Like, I knew that one of the keys, you know, speaking of the title is gaining visibility and that I needed to rank on Google. So this magic thing happened where I was introduced to a local resource through Mercy Corps Northwest. Um, I would highly encourage, as a side note, if you're just getting into business, um, definitely link up with your local SBA and see what organizations offer resources for new upcoming small businesses. Um, so where I live, um, it's um, Mercy Corps Northwest. 
And they hooked me up with a ton of stuff. One was like a small business grant, which I used to like buy a laptop, which I didn't even have. I was going to the library like every day to um, do stuff for my business. And um, they also introduced me um, to SEO by giving me a ticket to a free seminar. And that is when like a magic light bulb clicked in my head. And I was like, all right, I need to figure out how to do this. So long story short, um, it took me about a year of like hardcore. (laughs) I was still going to the library to check out like SEO for dummies and books and stuff like that. Um, But I did learn how to rank my business on the first page of Google. I'm going to give some context because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that's great. And a lot of times I tell this story and they're like, okay, um, well, this is, you know, your business. So um, I have a business that is it's in the service-based sector and we do event entertainment services, basically face painting. Um, so I ranked that business on the first page of Google. About six months later, we ranked number one on Google ever since. Uh, yeah, it's been about eight years now that we've been number one on Google. And just to give some context, so um, last time I checked my analytics, um, if you don't check your analytics, definitely do. Um, if you have any website, your platform should show you basic analytics. And for more in-depth analytics, you can use Google Analytics. Um, but um, last time I checked, a little bit over 50% of our leads come in from Google. Um, also, We rank for a really popular keyword related to our business, but I want to highly encourage y'all, if you haven't done keyword research, please, please do. Um, You can do it for free for your business, Um, but the keyword we rank for, um, it gets about 100 searches a month. It's not a lot, like, you know, in context. Um, compared to some other businesses, I get thousands, but those keywords highly, highly convert for our business. So um, I had the biggest month this month ever in, <laughs> as far as revenue. Um, so yeah, just wanted to add some context to that. So yeah, SEL definitely changed my life. Um, I'm able to employ people because of how many leads we get. Um, I hired 15 people in one weekend to help with events for our business. So um, it's definitely doing wonders for me. So yeah, definitely, um, I'd say if you're still like, "Mm, how do I get started? Um, Definitely tap in with Favor. I have come to learn that he is a highly skilled expert and he knows stuff that I don't even know. So (laughs) um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll land my plane there and definitely check out our podcast. Yay, thanks for pinning that, Favor. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Anytime. I really appreciate you. And I know how we we definitely connected. I remember that big room that we had. Um, I think it was last year or this. I think it was last. I think it was probably this year when we you know it was a really big room on SEO. And I love the conversation we had, which led into the podcast and it led into other things, too. So this has been a great conversation because, you know, just like you said, you've been able to hire people because of SEO because you've been able to put your business out there and you've been able to give people value for their time. And when you think about SEO, it's not just about keywords and structure and all these terms we talk about every day, but it's really how can you humanize your brand? How can you take your brand to the next level? How can you help someone understand something about your business so that by the time they're connecting your business to their need, you're able to fill in that gap. You're able to create that intention. You're able to give people what they're asking for. So it's not just about, I have a local business or I have a small business or I have a brick and mortar business and my business is here and I'm just doing my business because my business exists. It's really, 
how can I take my business from just being a business to being an experience? When you turn your business into an experience, that's where you start to see the value exchange. And that's really where you start to see connecting the dots coming to play. Because if you think about an experience, when you're paying for an experience, you're paying for the value of that experience. So if you're thinking about it, for example, like you said, Celeste, face painting. If someone's paying for that, they're paying for that experience. They're paying for the conversations you're gonna be having. They're paying for the smile they're gonna be having at the end. They're paying for the pictures they're gonna be having after you're done. They're paying for those things. They're not just paying for the service. They're paying for that experience. So when that experience becomes valuable, the price does not matter because the price is gonna be the price and the price that they're paying is what they're going to value over time, which eventually is gonna give them that value in return and that satisfaction that, oh, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to have this type of pictures. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to have this type of birthday party. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to create this experience. So that is where you think about your business in that light. Because when you think about local SEO, you're not just thinking about local SEO. You're competing with people out there who already have businesses. You're competing with the big brands. You're competing with blogs. You're, you're, you're competing with local listings. You're competing with other people's reviews. You're competing with so many factors. So it becomes so daunting that you easily can slip off and just say, I, I don't care. I just want my, my business to be out there. You don't want to think like that. You want to think about whoever finds me on Google and whoever connects with me on Google what are they saying about my business and how you can know that? If I can give you guys a pro tip, I'll give you two pro tips. The first one is if you have a Google business profile, right? And you go to your dashboard and this is something you should do on your desktop or your laptop. If you go to your Google business profile, when you see the section at the top that says, see profile performance and you click on it, it's going to give you a graph. It's going to show you between January, 2022, to June 2022 is going to give you like a long list of things that are going to tell you, okay, this is what my business has been able to do within the past six months, for example, because you're doing an audit. And I like what you said, Celeste, about making sure that you check your analytics, because that's what's going to get to help you help your customers, help you help your consumers, help you help your clients. So when you're creating content and you go to that profile performance section, there's a section that gives you a search breakdown. Now, that search breakdown is so specific for our clients. I've seen some clients that we've had, they only had five. I've seen some of us that have over 100. It just depends on how effective your business is. So when people are typing things on Google search, that searches breakdown section is where you should utilize the most because those are keywords. Those are key phrases. Those are long tail keywords that people are going to feel like, okay, now I can understand my business better. Now I know exactly what people are looking for in my business. And then they can be able to connect the dots. And that's where you create compelling content. That's where you create compelling content because that compelling content, which is in a post format, a video format, a carousel format, whatever format you're creating, is going to have a call to action. And that call to action is going to supply that need and satisfy that need that you're creating because you've seen the search breakdown. If the search breakdown says face painting near me or birthday parties near me, you want to start talking about local events where you're going to be a vendor at or local events that you want to be able to show them this week, you know, top trends this week or top styles this week, you know, so people can feel like your business is active. 
it's also proactive and you're also reacting to things that are based on the value you're applying out there so you're not just responding easily and saying oh i'm just responding as a business i want to respond in a way that by the time i'm responding back i'm responding back with keywords i'm not just responding back oh thank you very much come back come back again another day you want to make sure that your content is relevant they can feel the love they can feel the the vibe they can feel that business savviness they can feel that okay this person is professional that's what they want to see and now the second one i want to tell you the second pro tip is this if you want to know what's happening in your area as a business you can use your phone or you can use your laptop desktop for this turn on and i'm sure some people do it turn on private browsing or you can go incognito mode and then search for that keyword in your area you're now going to get an I'll, I'll say it's like you're going to get a clear view of what people are seeing without any bias without any you know ads popping up because you're going to see it in incognito mode so when you search that and people are as you're seeing the results on the listing it's going to tell you what google is already seeing so if google is already seeing that then it should tell you okay if google is showing this seven to ten listings how do i end up on the top five how do i end up on the top three how do i even end up number one so for you to get to those points click on those links see what they have see how many images they have see whether they have a sitemap see whether they have you know on-page seo see whether they have reviews those are things you're looking out for not just looking for oh this business is doing better than mine they're using red i'm using blue use other factors make sure that they're creating that conceptualized content format that is going to allow you the business owner to feel responsible for your own content because when your content goes out there people are going to see it people are going to connect with you and that's really where you can start to see those things pop up in your area and eventually you can start to really connect the dots and add value at the same time so Les, is there anything you'd like to add from that too before we go to charles oh yeah um so speaking of you know things you can do and i love that um favors But whatever, it's what it is. Um, you can actually do exactly what Favor just said. Um, search in incognito, see who comes up first. Take that domain, which is most likely your number one competitor, depending on how good you did on your keyword research. Um, take their domain, go over to one of my favorite, favorite platforms. It is SimRush. I'm going to put that in the chat, but it's like Sam with an E. C, sorry, S-E-M-R-U-S-H.com. And um, they have a domain analysis tool and it's free to use. So you're going to pop the domain in there and on the back end, it'll actually show you some insights on how they actually got that number one spot. It'll show you how many backlinks they have. It'll show you their top visited pages, how much traffic they're getting. Um, a lot of insights that will really help you out when you are you know, building up your SEO strategy. So um, again, oh yeah, thank you, uh, Yolanda, for putting that in. It's in simrush.com it's free to use and you can use it up to 10 times a day i believe yep mm -hmm. 10 times a day so that's all back to you favor thank you celeste yes simrush is a beast it is a beast i've been actually um talking to the people that do work at simrush i don't know how it happened it was just so <laughs> it just happened that way and i love what you said about simrush because or people say SEM rush, whichever way it goes. And it's a really good platform that you can really start looking at suggestions, looking at what people are talking about, trying to see what the keyword difficulty is and connecting those 
dots. One of the things that I got inside to, just to let you guys know and give you some context, because you just mentioned SEMrush, there's one platform, I know it's called Audience, yeah, audiences. Yeah, it has a weird way of spelling it, but it's called audience. But it's an audience intelligent, um, audience intelligence platform where you can be able to really see your competitors and know exactly what they do, their buying behaviors, their consumer behaviors. You know what hashtags they use, what emojis are popular in their area. It goes deep, and I've been able to do that kind of research for me and my clients, and I've seen tremendous wonders because you want to know exactly what kind of ads to run, you want to know exactly what they're feeling like, you want to know what day of the week that they're active, you want to know what time of the day they're active. Those are things that you want to keep in mind, and these are things that you have to pay for, but also on the free side of things, you want to also understand where can I connect the dots? Where can I give people by business? Where can I connect those missing links that people are talking about or those topic gaps that you can be able to fill in because keywords are different. You know, we have informational keywords, navigational keywords, we have transactional keywords, commercial keywords, we even have like investigational keywords, the list goes on. So those keywords that you're creating, you have to know what are they using it for why are they even using it in the first place so that also creates that desire and that action for you to create content consistently and stay in context so that your consumers can be able to understand what you're talking about all the time so that's what i wanted to add on to that thank you for bringing that up celeste hey charles what's good good morning it's it's i think it's, yeah, it's still 11 a.m for me <laughs> so good morning how are you Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah. And I put the, I love that you brought up audience. Um, I put the link in the chat, uh, for anybody that wants that. And man, you talk about a powerful tool, um, especially on the advertising side, um, because it, you can take a topic and it will break down the demographics. And so then you know exactly who to target, whether it's male or female, what other interests they may have, um, TV shows, you know, just different categories. Um, so it can really help you identify who your actual audience is that's searching for that term. So great resource, but one I wanted to mention, um, that I don't think is used, um, often enough is Google trends. Um, it can give you a lot of insight of just you know, when you're talking to local SEO, one of the things that, you know, I try to do when building out landing pages that are based on cities is I don't look at just what's trending now, but what's been trending up or at least staying steady over an extended period of time, because I don't want to have to sit there and build new landing pages for local SEO over and over and over again and keep swapping them out and keep swapping them out. I want to be able to you know, build landing pages that are going to stick for a long time and where that interest is always going to be there. And, um, I find G Google trends helps me with that a lot because I can look over, okay, the last three months, last six months, last year, last three years, how's this topic been doing? If it's on a downhill slide, maybe it's not really worth me, you know, building out a landing page for, um, based around my city um, or larger metro area. So that's a tool that, uh, and it's completely free. Um, and you can really, you can compare, um, different terms and different topics against each other. Um, so, you know, even when it comes to, you know, if you're in social media marketing, um, like I am and, you know, 
I may compare Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to TikTok to see how those conversations are actually going, what's trending up, what's trending down um, in my local area or even nationally. So just wanted to throw that out there, Google Trends. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate that. It is a big tool and people don't really use it a lot just because they either don't know it exists or they don't know what to do when they see it. So I just want to ask you a question real quick before we go to Shaniqua is when someone goes on Google Trends, what are the metrics they should be looking out for so that by the time they're done, you know, looking at those keywords, they know where to place them in their content? Yeah, so um, let me just do this. I'm just going to do a couple search terms. I'm actually in Google Trends right now. So the biggest thing when you're when you first land on Google Trends, it's going to default to your country where you're located. Um, and you can put in your search terms. So like I put in Twitter, but you'll notice when you type in some of these keywords that it will give you the option to either pick it as a search term or it will um, give you the option to pick it as a topic or like in this case, I'm doing social media platforms. So it's given me search term, topic or software. Um, but I'm more interested in the search term or the topic. I, I want to know what people are talking about. And so once you pick these, you can add, once you pick the first one, you'll get to a screen where you can pick your comparison. So you can add in other search terms that you want to compare. Okay, this is what I'm focusing on right now. You know, I want to do one page around this topic, but what's the most popular search term for that general topic? You can compare, I think either four or five at the same time, and then you'll be able to see your interest over time. So this is where you want to really look at, um, you know, and you may have to go to a, a wider range. Um, but like in this one, I'm doing Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Facebook is on the downward trend. Um, it, you know, five years ago, it was a hundred percent of the interest and now it's down to, uh, 41. Um, TikTok is going up, but it's not really climbing that much. Um, Twitter is actually, uh, of course, there's been some spikes on Twitter. We can all imagine why. Um, but uh, it's actually, Twitter's holding pretty steady. So looking at this, I'm like, okay, I know TikTok is a popular topic, but Twitter has shown consistent over five years. So maybe I point my landing page, if I'm talking about places to um, post on social media, Maybe I should start my first landing page on about Twitter because that's a topic that has stayed steady over five years. And so the likelihood of it dropping off, that interest dropping off is going to be less than, say, Facebook where it's on a downward trend. But the nice part is, is when it comes to local SEO, you can actually dive into your state. You can go into different counties or metro areas and you can see how popular those metrics may change and I, I've seen it happen. Um, so if I dive into my state, um, you know, TikTok's actually doing better than what it was over the last five years than, than it was nationally. 
Um, so maybe if I'm doing local SEO, maybe I should talk about TikTok and hold off on the Twitter. And so it, that's the nice thing is that you can get down to that really local, see what that interest level is. And you can also see the related queries. Um, meaning, so if someone's searching for like, um, on, in my case, TikTok, you know, the number one, uh, related queries, of course, TikTok. The second one is TikTok video. The third one is what is TikTok? Um, fourth one is TikTok videos. Um, so right off the bat, the top five related queries, two of them are TikTok video. One's TikTok video, one's TikTok video. So that kind of tells me that I need to reference videos, TikTok videos in particular, because I know it's going to help me with my local search rankings because that's what people are searching in my area. That's perfect. Thank you so much for highlighting that. It is such a great tool, you know, to use. And it also gives you that relevancy at the same time when you're creating consistent content for your consumers, knowing that they're looking for those active terms in the season that we're in. So right now, you know, we're going into Q3 and people are looking for different kinds of things. You know, they want to understand what to do around this time. There are so many things that are popping up and it's giving people also a lot of search trends to follow through. And that's where you can also add your content in as well, to, you know, to boost that traffic to your connections, to your network, to your profile, to your business, to your brand as a whole. So that's a great point you mentioned, Charles. And one thing I wanted to add too is, since you've been talking about Google Trends, I wanted to highlight Pinterest trends as well, so that people can also you know, create those variables as well. Pinterest trends is also very good for visibility because Pinterest in itself is a search engine. It's a visual search engine, just as Google is a search engine itself. And if you also use Pinterest trends, you can also do trends.pinterest.com, just like you know Charles has talked about trends.google.com. You want to compare those factors like you know how Charles was talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you want to be able to do that for your business to see where are those pain points coming from? What are people looking for today compared to what they did last week? You know, you can go to a platform like Answer the Public. You can go to also asked you can also go to Answer Socrates. These are free platforms that you can check out and see what is being discussed so that when you're creating your curating your content, you're not just talking about things that are not concerning the community, you're really in sync with their desires. And that can also bring a lot of impact and engagement to your business. So thank you so much, Charles, for bringing that up. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And keep in mind, this isn't like Google Trends is not just for search results. Um, you can also look at the, um, you can do the web search results, but you can also do image search results. So what images people are actually searching for on Google and also it pulls in YouTube search. Um, so if you're looking to do a video around your local SEO, um, you can look at what people are actually searching for in relation to your topic, um, and find out those, uh, related queries. And I just tell people on the related queries side, it's just, um, you know, a lot of people used to tell, you know, people to go put in your search string, go to the bottom of Google and you can see what other people are, what the suggestions are. This is that on steroids with actually that with actual data that you can narrow down to your actual local area. 
Um, so if you've ever done this, done that, this is a way more powerful way to do it. Um, and then you tie this information with the information from audience to help your advertising side. Um, it, it's definitely a powerful combination. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm also going to pin that link as well for people to see it. I'll pin it in this room as well so that, um, people can also be able to have access to it if they want to know more about it. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Cause when I talked about audience, I was like, I don't know if anybody knows about it, but Charles, you came clutch <laughs> and you definitely. Oh yeah. It. Definitely know that tool. It, it is. <laughs> well, because you're always wondering, you know, the question for advertisers is we know some of the general interest around a certain topic. Um, but you know, th there's a reason why, um, you know, you think back, they don't hardly do it anymore because it's all electronic, but, you know, you used to get these little uh, surveys in the mail um, from your television station asking you about all these different things. Well, that's what audience is, except it's taking what everybody is doing online, what they're searching for, and then what they're, what other things are they doing online? And so they're building this audience vision of, hey, if you're you know, talking about, um, UFC and Floyd Mayweather flight fight or whatever. This is also what these people are interested in. These are the different categories that they are generally in on social media, on the web, you know, maybe they're in TV shows or they're into health and fitness. And so when you go to do targeted advertising, you can really target down to the people that are most likely to engage whatever ad you're posting either on uh, CPC with Google or Facebook or Instagram ads to back up your local SEO. So it's a really having that amount of insight um, down to demographics, age range, other things that they're interested in, other categories. Um, it's really, really a powerful tool. That is 100% correct. And I don't hear that a lot on Clubhouse. So I'm, I'm glad we have this type of exclusive rooms that give people high value and and really high retention at the same time. I've given you a follow, Charles. So I'm so excited I've been able to connect with you because this is the first time I'm speaking with you. So it's a pleasure being here with you and really sharing all this information. I appreciate that. Hey, Shaniqua. Good afternoon. I think now we're past 12 p.m. Eastern, so I can say good afternoon. <laughs> How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me up to share the space with you guys. Happy Monday and happy new week. Happy Monday and happy new week to you too. Let us know more about, you know, what your thoughts are, because I know you're really savvy in this as well. You know, tell us more about what you've seen in the industry as a whole, micro or macro, and just let us know, like, what are the things people need to do so they can also gain their own visibility as well for their businesses locally? Um, so this is a really good topic and I am by no means an SEO expert. However, I do utilize SEO in the sense of like on Instagram and social media, um, Instagram primarily just because they've recently made the update that focuses less on hashtags for discoverability and more for keywords. That's why you guys are seeing a lot of the suggested posts and things like that in your feed. Um, 
And I think that it's a really unique opportunity for people, you know, as far as locally, just because I always recommend that people have their location in their bio or the part of your profile that is technically your name, um, just because that helps you come up in search, uh, whether you have a physical product or whether your business requires in person or anything like that even if your service is online or virtual i think it's still a huge um, asset for people to have their location in their instagram profile in their instagram bios also um when you're posting using your you know geotags is really important for discoverability on that specific platform as well so um i'm not you know a huge expert on seo as far as websites and things like that but definitely love that Instagram is incorporating SEO and keywords into the platform to make it um, easier for users to connect with people who are um, local to them and specific to what it is that they are looking for. So that'll be my contribution. Thank you so much, Favor. And it's good to see you, Celeste. Nice to meet you, Charles. My first time hearing you as well, but I love what you shared about Google Trends. Um, I, I, I get the Google Trends and I also get the Google Alerts for certain things. So I love that you shared that. Thank you so much, Shaniqua, for bringing that up. I appreciate that. And one thing I want to highlight on what you said was the geotags, which is very important for people to see also locally too, because when you have your Instagram, your Facebook, you know, your Twitter, or, you know, your TikTok, most of the times you're thinking, even LinkedIn, I mean, if you're creating a LinkedIn company profile, it's going to ask you for your location. That location is so important because you're localizing your brand, but at the same time, you're giving people a global perspective of what you are and where you are. If you're looking for a mall near you, you're going to find the one that's closest to you. But if you're looking for malls in your area, in your city, or in your state, or maybe across the state, you know, you're going to find those other malls in those locations geotagged, you know, so you're not just thinking about your local business you're also thinking about how can my business resonate with other people because when they type your business name on google search they're going to see results from linkedin they'll see your pinterest they'll see your twitter they'll see your facebook they'll see your instagram and those are things that are connected because those are social shares those are social media platforms that have your business name on it because it's also relating and it's connecting those dots there's something called NAP, and I also add W, it's your name, your address, your phone number, and your website. If those things are all connected together, especially on your website, having your social media icons connecting back to those social pl platforms, you're creating those external links that allows people to connect with you socially because those social media platforms is where they're engaging with you the most before they even send you a message because they're gonna check out your stuff. They're gonna see what products you have, what services you offer, and they're going to connect with you along the, the line. If you have a podcast, if you have a show, if you have a book, you know, those are things people are going to be looking out for before they even interact with you or before they even schedule anything with you. So when you keep in mind and you have those geotags in place, it can really create a lot of business credibility for you because you do have a location, you are operating somewhere, and you're able to show them that I can do this for you because I've done this for someone else. So that was a really great point, Shaniqua. Thank you for bringing that up. Celeste, would you want to add? Oh, go ahead, Shaniqua. Sorry, oh, my bad. No, you're fine. One other thing I just want to add to kind of bring all like all of this back full circle as, as far as the topic of the room is, you know, how to gain that visibility. I think that this is important to kind of dominate locally because, you know, 
not only could it bring you local uh, customers and clients, but it could also bring about like local opportunities. I know that some people might be like a speaker or you might be a coach of some sort and you might be looking for alternative opportunities to, um, you know, showcase your work or your expertise, right? Aside from like the one-to-one coaching. Um, and sometimes you may find that you know, local organizations and things like that might be looking for to bring someone in and do like a course in your particular zone of genius or a training in your particular zone of genius. You know, local events might be looking for speakers. There might be some local, you know, networking events that you can attend. And so I think that, you know, the power of, you know, hitting the ground is still very relevant. And, you know, by optimizing your SEO for visibility, it can really help you to people to find you um, in your local area for you to, you know, kind of hit the ground running and, you know, dominate in your backyard and in your local areas as well. So I just wanted to add that asset um, of this as well, not just for getting clients, but also for gaining connections, um, you know, and possible collaborations as well. And I'll pass it back to you. That was spot on, spot on. Thank you so much for that. I- I'm speechless. Celeste, you have the floor. <laughs> that was good. Oh no. Okay. This is a side segue. I'm so old on here that I keep flashing my mic. And I think that means that you want to speak now. Cause now we got all these little emojis and the gifts right mm-hmm. am i am i right about that mm-hmm. y'all it's different now. okay i'm gonna stop doing that today <laughs> like a habit <laughs> anyhow um no i was just uh bigging up what she said because that is literally how i've created a whole nother stream of income for myself so definitely take shanique's note y'all and um yeah do that that's all thank you so much for that i appreciate that and i also see you too crystal thank you for the emoji we appreciate you Definitely. This is why Clubhouse is the way it is. It's just a beautiful place for us to connect and just stay connected so that anything that we're doing outside, you know, Clubhouse is also resonating back into Clubhouse because we're doing things for people and we're actually showing them what we talk about on a consistent basis. So I appreciate you for that for sure. Hey, Yana, welcome to the stage. Is there anything you'd like to add? Because I was, I, I just know you also have some crazy bombshells you want to you know, throw at us right now. <laughs> I, well, look, I really just want to like hone in on what Shanique was said. So let me give you just a little background. I have been working in digital marketing for like years, but me and my husband have also owned a commercial cleaning janitorial business for years. Now, don't whoop me for this, but we do not have a website or we have a website now, but we have not had a website for like 14 years and we've always gotten business with referrals. And so I made it my goal to, you know, practice what I do (laughs) on my own business, right? So um, I began to work with our Google business profile and, you know, it's very limited with what it has. There's a few pictures, there's description, but it has keywords, right? So just to go back to what Shadiq was said, we didn't have a customer reach out to us, but we had another business reach out to us, right? Who wanted to offer their customer floor work. And so because we had a Google business profile and they saw us, they called us up. I mean, just randomly, they just called us up. We don't have any reviews. We don't have like our, our I'm, I'm beefing up our Google business profile right now is what I'm doing. And so it's just to me, it's not at a place that I would like it to be. However, 
it was good enough for this other business to call us and reach out to us and say, hey, you guys do floor work. I have a customer client right now who needs floor work done. What can you do? Now, obviously, you know, we have some conversations and we can present references at that point. But could you imagine what is going to happen to us? You know, maybe a few months from now, once I get all these reviews, once I make sure that the website is optimized. So I just wanted to hone in on what Shaniqua said was, it's so true. It is so true. So worth it to invest in SEO, invest in Google My Business Profile, invest in anything that Google offers, because that, um, you know, that especially for local businesses, like like the one that we run. It's a local service business, right? I mean, we're not offering cleaning services in Alaska. I live in Arkansas. And so, but because, you know, we have the Google My Business profile, we were able to be picked up by another business for some form of collaboration. I know we talk about a lot about collaborations with online businesses, but collaborations can work for local service-based business, local brick and mortar businesses, local, any type of business. So anyway, just giving Shaniqua her flowers on what she said is so true. I experienced it myself just last week. Anyway, my name is Deanna Mitchell and I'm the lady in the blue shirt and I'm complete. Thank you so much for that. I don't know, Shaniqua, would you have anything you want to say to Celeste and Yona? Uh, this just thanks guys. I appreciate you guys for the feedback and that was awesome. I'm glad that, you know, even now you're seeing that return on your, you know, Google business page and I'm excited to see how it continues to grow. I do have a question. I don't know if, if you're trying to wrap up favor or if you have time for a question. Yeah, we can go. We can do it. Um, so my question is, um, my, I'll be honest, my Google business page is not the best either. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> um, but I did speak with someone like previously in another kind of setting like this where they recommended that I use utilize some of my Instagram content to actually make posts on my Google business page and I would just like to hear you know everyone's thoughts about that or if you've done it does it work well is it not a good idea um because I don't want to like get flagged or anything like that so I'd love to hear your thoughts okay um, I saw Charles flashing. So Charles, you could go first before I um, say my own piece. Uh, well, let me just say, this is one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to Google, my business listings, um, or, you know, they re renamed it to Google business profiles, but, um, yes, please, for the love of God, post, post, post on your Google business listing. Um, if it's relevant content to your business, I would say you're perfectly fine. Just know that sometimes the image formatting can be a little wonky on your profile. So make sure that you're, um, when you're posting it, that you're keeping it in mind that you're previewing the post before you actually make it live. And also it creates valuable backlinks to your website. You can add links. Um, so as people search, this content that you're posting on your Google profile for your business, it's showing up in Google search results and who's going to like their own content more than Google. Um, so if you're posting, you know, you can do different types of posts. You can do updates, you can do specials. There's I think four different categories that you can post to, 
make sure you're posting to the correct category. If you're running a special, if you're selling a course or, you know, you, you have something on sale that month, something going on, make sure you post it on your Google business profile. Um, these updates are crucial. You cannot just set up a Google profile, throw some pictures on it, make sure all the information's there, and then just focus on reviews. Yes, you need to focus on reviews, but you also need to make sure that you are updating and posting regularly to your Google business profile. Because I promise you, odds are nobody else in your industry in your local area is. Um, it is very few and far in between that I actually go to review a Google business profile and actually see where they've been posting even once a week, um, let alone some don't even post once a month. Um, so it's a huge opportunity. Just repurpose the content you're already doing um, and then set up events on there so that people can see because those events will show up in local news um, on Google search. Um, if you set up an event on there, it'll actually show up in the local news feed. So if you've ever looked at like search for anything on Google and you hit news, that's where it shows up. Um, so it's, it's powerful. Um, just make sure it's hyper relevant to your business if you're putting it on your Google business profile. So that's the only thing I would say with the Instagram con, I haven't looked at your Instagram contacts content, so I have no idea what you're posting. Um, but that would be my only caution is just to make sure it's hyper relevant to your business. That was a good one, Charles. Thank you for bringing that up. Celeste, Rihanna, do you have anything else to add on that? Um, the only thing I was going to add, Shanique, was I don't know if you've done, well, I'm pretty sure you've done keyword research. We talked about it. Um, but try putting some of those keywords in the main title of your Google My Business profile. So maybe like, I, I don't know what keywords are relevant. I'm just using this as an example, but like Instagram strategy coach and then your business name, something like that. Because um, I've found that that does help, um, especially when people are searching for those keywords. Um, Google My Business is actually moving up in the SEO world. And um, I've seen a lot of traction to people who do that um, when people search for those keywords and then Google My Business profiles will pop right up. So uh, just a thought, try it, check your analytics and report back. <laughs> but I'll um, land my mic there. Thank you. Thank you, Celeste. Yes, that's a really big point. I appreciate what Charles and Celeste have said because when you create your Instagram posts and let's say you have a carousel and that carousel maybe has five posts within that carousel. And then you take, let's say the first one, which is pretty much the title or the, the cover image, you take that picture and you take it to Google. You take it to Google posting because the, the Google post that you can create. When you go to that section on Google Posts and you actually add that post, it's going to be really good for your business just because you can also hyperlink your Instagram link. So you can have that destination link, which is, in other words, like a backlink to your business, because if you're talking about, you know, being a coach, you know, with content strategy and and you have a business and people can be able to connect your business to your post, then that one post out of your five carousel posts, for example, could go up as a post on Google search. And within your Google business profile, you have the link to your Instagram, just like somebody can hyperlink their website, you can hyperlink your Instagram. Now, when you're doing that, you're doing two things at the same time. One, 
you're actually adding more value for your business because you're adding an image to Google search. And that also contributes to Google images where you can easily be able to get more visibility because people are visual. People like to see things before they, you know, get too deep into it. They want to experience it from the outside and see how it is on the inside by just going through those processes. So if you have that link, because every Instagram link has a unique URL, you can take that unique URL, post it into your post on Google search, and then in your Google business profile, post it out there and have a call to action. That way, when people are connecting to your business and people are searching for your business on Google, because Google likes to give the most relevant information and the freshest perspective to people, then you can be able to also see your listing on Google search with your Instagram attached. So you can really gain visibility and push it out there, especially even if you have you know, your alt text, your alternative text on Google, on um, not on Google, on Instagram. When you have that, then you're posting it right back to your Instagram. Let's say you have a blog and that blog has an Instagram post that you've embedded. You can take that link from your blog and post it right back to Google's, um, Google Business and post it out a post. So when you post it out there and people are looking at it, eventually the keywords that you have in your caption, the keywords you have in your URL, the keywords you have in that content piece is automatically going to let people know who you are because Google is going to look for those keyword phrases, those long-term phrases that attract the right people to you. And that way you can really be able to you know, utilize Google and Instagram for your business because Instagram.com is a website. It is an app, but it is an, it's a website first. So that's something I wanted to also add to what Celeste and Charles have said. Did that answer your question, Shaniqua? Yeah, that was a um, good I feel good about the responses that I received. Um, I just know like once you get that profile taken down or you get like so many um, like dings or something, I, I think, you know, you can't get a, get another one like put back up. So I just try to be really cautious about, um, you know, what I say and do on there. I haven't made a post yet. So I think today I'm going to, you know, make my first post and I will definitely report back and let y'all know how it goes. And I just kind of wanted to reaffirm that um, I don't think you can get penalized for repurposing any content that's not super spammy. So as long as it, you know, I mean, you know what's spammy. Um, as long as it's not that, you're all good to go. They're not going to, um, like, blacklist your profile. So, yay. That is true. You don't want to spam them because if you do that too much and post every day, it may not get there. Some posts, by the way, just so you guys know, it's not everything that you post on Google that's going to be posted because I've had some instances with clients and I've seen some posts that we post get rejected and because it's against the policy. So you just have to see what is working for your business so that even the pictures that you post, whatever is in those you know content pieces, because there's Google lens, there's Pinterest lens, you know, they can read those images. They can literally scan them. So you want to also make sure that your images are also very friendly and also user friendly to the consumer so that you're not really spamming or creating those type of links that are very um, spammy, for lack of a better word. But that was a good point you mentioned there, Celeste. Thank you for bringing that up too. Hey, Juliana, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm loving this conversation, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Do you have any question or any update? You know, we'd love to the, hear from you. The local news piece got me excited because, you know, I signed up for Meetup and I had my first Meetup on Saturday. So I'm thinking of doing that weekly, like Q&A for real estate investors. And I had like five people show up. So if... 
on my Google profile, I'm going to show up on a local news before you know your sister is a celebrity. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. That's all I came up to say. So definitely I'm going to show up on local news in Chicago. So keep up the good work, brother. Applause to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you, Celeste, real quickly, as you just mentioned this, Juliana, have you ever seen anything on your end when it comes to local news um, for you, especially in your area? Because you have a very specific niche. That's what I'm asking. Um, yes. So um, <laughs> during COVID, uh, someone reached out to me, but I don't know if they found me through Google, actually. I'm not sure how they found me. It might have been through Facebook. But um, they did a little um, segment on a really popular publication and gave me a nice backlink. Shout out to Willamette Week. Um, and it was just about how COVID was impacting uh, my business. So we did a piece on it. It was pretty cool. And um, other than that, I haven't been on the news for face painting specifically, but I've been on the news a few times for some other um, projects that I've been involved with. But yeah, it definitely is possible. Um, I know... Um, another hot tip is just if something big is happening with your business, don't be afraid to uh, reach out to your local news. Um, they do love highlighting small businesses, especially now in our current climate. Um, and I know some people who have gotten on the news for like just random stuff. Like, um, this girl I know who opened a salon, she recently had a day where she gave back and did, you know, free hairstyles and they highlighted her on several news channels. And I'm sure that's going to turn around. Um, with some business for her. So definitely don't sleep on that. Definitely. I appreciate that. That is a big one because when you think about events and posting all the time, your Google business profile also lets people know when you are last active, especially if you are active in the first place. So they will say you posted two weeks ago or you posted three months ago. So you don't want to have a place where you posted 10 months ago because that's not good for business. So if you're creating content and you're putting out images, you can also upload videos, guys. If you didn't know that on your Google business profile, you can add videos as well. Those videos also have to show people what you do. So let's say you have a real on Instagram about, you know, tips on brand strategy. You can post that on your Google My Business profile or because it's been renamed to Google Business Profile. You can put that out there, let people see it, let people watch it. And that way you're connecting the dots. And even in those videos, make sure you also have your captions, what you're saying, because they're also going to be auto-generated captions for you, knowing that you already do that, you know, on social media, whether you're using YouTube, Pinterest, or Google, when you also upload those videos, keep in mind that the words that you say as well can also count as keywords because Google is going to scan your image. Google is going to scan your video, including your text, including your transcription, including what you're saying, including that script. So that when you're saying those words and you're letting people know brand strategy, brand development, you know, business development, real estate, accounting, you know, marketing, um, recipes, whatever you're trying to say that your business does, eventually those words are going to really pop out for people because when they see that, it sends a trigger and that trigger sends a signal to Google that this person is looking for this. So other people in your area will start seeing that as well. You may end up on the third listing on Google search and then all of a sudden you end up first place because somebody left a review, because you added a photo, because your, your customer added a photo. And it's also good to encourage people to, you know, feel free to add those information 
on their profile because it's not just about hey post it on instagram hey post it on twitter you also want to post it on google because if you have a google business profile it shows that you have a presence it shows that you have something to offer and one thing i'll definitely want to add on this is that if you've never looked at your insights tab on your google business profile manager please do because it tells you so much about direct discovery and branded content now what is direct discovery and branded content direct is how people find your business searching for your business name or address your discovery and this is what you can find on your google business profile manager your discovery is how people find your business profile searching for a category a product or a service and then your branded feature is where they actually know the name of your business, the name of your brand, and that's going to be categorized by what you're searching for. So when you're creating content for people, they're going to view your business and they're not just going to view your business on the maps. They might view your business and say, oh, okay, it's 10 minutes away. They'll go back to Google and they're going to check how many people have visited you in the last week. They're going to see how many photos have you uploaded in the last week. If you have 10 reviews, do you have two photos? Do you have five photos? How do you connect those photos to your business so that people can connect with you consistently? So it's not just about posting and ghosting because some people just literally post and say, hey, I have Google Maps, find me, and that's it. That's where it starts. That's not where it ends. So you want to stay consistent and actually push people further to connecting with you so that your business can gain that visibility over time because a month may come that you have the best month, just like Celeste said, she had the best month this year in June because of what she's been doing. If she does, If she wasn't posting prior to June, we don't know what would have happened right now. But because of that consistency, because of that loyalty to your brand, because of that integrity, that is why you always get those results and get them abundantly. So that's just what I wanted to add on there. Juliana, I have a question for you. I know you talked about the CPA near me piece and that's how somebody found you. Are you able to just give us a brief insight or a brief scoop on how that happened? Um, yes, because I have um, a dedicated Google My Business uh, VA who posts every day. Uh, on that on that feed and he links it to my website julianakennedycpa.com and also the most recent site that we just developed uh, which is infinite based solutions which is where I'm selling all my recordings and so he's constantly posting on my google feed and that's how that gentleman found me and he's now a retainer client so I mean it, it just blows my mind it's just awesome thank you and all of it came back to you because you got me on the, you got me hooked on SEO and all that Google my business stuff. And so I'm looking forward to our call tomorrow. Thank you. You're welcome. Me too. I'm looking forward to our call tomorrow because I know there's so much we've achieved this month. So thank you so much for highlighting that. And I appreciate, you know, all the things you've been able to do for the business, for the community and just for the brand in general. So this is really where local business starts to grow because local SEO is great. But if you want to gain visibility, you need to start with why start with why why do people want to know about my business why do they want to know what my business means if you have a business that has an acronym if you have a business that has a mantra if you have a business that actually stands for something if you have a business that's pushing something make sure that those things are very visible they're very eligible for someone to see and they're also in a way that somebody can understand because for someone to say hey i want to work with you or I want to know what your business is like, it's because you've been able to attract them. Nobody is attracted to something 
and the next minute they're unattracted to it. It doesn't work that way unless something happens in between. But if you're giving that first impression and you're letting people know that this is my business, this is what my business does, this is how we can help you. Now, that you part is very important because even in your posts, when you're creating posts on Google, you want to use the word you instead of the word I. And if you use the word you, even for emails, this is like an email 101 marketing tip. If you're using the word you in your emails, it goes a long way than using I, 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 because nobody wants to just talk about themselves. People want to hear from you. They want to hear your story. So if you're telling people to talk about themselves, then that's when you're able to connect the dots and you're building engagement in the process. So that's how you're able to do it and actually boost out your connectivity. And that way you can be able to really show how your brand relevance is growing for your business overall. So that is what I wanted to talk about today. I'm so glad that we've been able to be here. Celeste, Shaniqua, Yana, Juliana, and also Charles, who was, he had to go as well. You know, it has been a very exciting room and a very impactful room at the same time. I really appreciate you guys for being here and for being part of today's discussion. Before we go, I want to make sure that you guys know that you need to follow the marketing club. And I also want to make this announcement. So know this, I have rooms scheduled <laughs> this week. I'm going heavy this week. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about Pinterest SEO for small businesses. That's going to be at noon. I'm also going to be having a room on Wednesday. That one, I'm still yet to confirm it because that may change the time. So I'm not sure yet, but I'll keep you guys updated by tomorrow. On Thursday, I have a room at 8 a.m. Eastern. I'm going to be talking about website SEO for small businesses. So this room, this club is packed with information. So you want to be able to learn how to use your business correctly. This is the right place to be. And I also appreciate you too, Lon Ray, as well, because I saw your comment talking about you know, learning a lot from this room. I appreciate you. Also, Mabatu as well. Thank you so much for your comment. I appreciate you. I'm seeing the comments as well as we're speaking so that you guys also know that it's not just about what we're saying. It's how we're impacting you guys and also letting you know how to use your business going forward. So this has been an impactful room. Feel free to also click the link in this room if you want to be able to connect with me personally. That I do have an availability for you so you can be able to connect with me so we can talk about something that you want to build. I don't know what you have in your business. I don't know what you're doing for your business. But every time I get on a call, especially in this event type, it always results in accessibility to so many other things that we could have discussed in 30 minutes that have also turned into three months, turned into six months, turned into 12 months because I know the power of positivity. I know the power of positive thinking. If you know your business is good, if you know you have a good product, if you know you have a good service, there are things that will just naturally come to you because you're able to give freely. We're in this room, we've been here for an hour and a half. We're just giving you information, but the transformation comes in when we now show you how to think. And when you think differently and you think positively and you think strategically, it changes your way of thinking and it changes how you percept, you know, you create those perceptions about what you're doing about your business. Let's say you had a bad day and your business is not doing so well. By this time next month, God willing, things may change for you. If you just apply those concepts, if you apply those principles, they can change a lot for your business. So that's why I wanted to make sure that you have this in mind and you're able to also connect the dots because that's really where you start to see a lot of business growth and you also get to see a lot of things that happen for your business in a positive light. And one thing I also want to let you guys know too, I've just changed the link real, real quickly so you guys also have some context to this. I do have a membership that is going to be starting out on Thursday. That's why I'm here on Clubhouse Heavy because I do have an MBA membership on Marketing Blueprint Academy 
that I've been pushing. I've been thinking about it. I've been praying on it. I've been really, really planning this thing for a minute. So for me to be talking about it towards the last week of the month is so strategic because I want to make sure that when you join this membership, when you get emails from me, when you get connections from me, you're going to understand how to apply concepts. I'm going to be, there's a blog that I'm currently working on, which I'm going to be talking about towards the end of this week. You'll see the link in this room when you listen to the replay or you're here live. And I don't want to disclose what that blog is about but i've been doing keyword research heavy and i've not done a blog since march <laughs> for my business because i purposely purposefully wanted to see what happens in my google search console and i've been seeing an uptick in traffic because of the posts that i've been doing before so it's not just about posting every single day i did that intentionally because i want to see what's going to happen if i don't post will i lose my ranking will i gain my ranking but you also want to post consistently so now in this second half of the year I'm going full force because I now know that, okay, I was able to see this in three months and now I can stretch this to six months because I've been able to strategize and know what my planning looks like for the rest of the year. And that's what you should also be able to do for your business to gain visibility. It's not just posting content and ghosting. You want to support that content with new content so you have new perspectives because things are changing every single day. If you're updating your blogs consistently, if you're updating your podcast you know, descriptions consistently, if you're updating your website consistently, that is a way of staying on top of the game that's how you stay on top of the game in this membership you're going to see amazing videos and these videos are going to show you step-by-step -step tutorials on how to do things correctly i'll be sharing my screen with you there are so many things that i don't want to disclose right now but if you want to be able to join us feel free to join the waitlist and click the link in this room so you can be able to add your email and as soon as you add your email your first name and your email you will be redirected to actually get on a call with me so we can talk about your plans you have to answer those questions as well so we can get to know more about your business and help you the right way because it's not just about what we're offering it's about what you're gaining and how you're going to strategically think about your business in the future because SEO is not going anywhere at all you know it's only getting more and more complicated and more and more sophisticated more and more complex but the moment you understand how to humanize your brand and actualize those points that you have in paper then you can start to make those moves the right way and i want to be able to help you through that process so that you have guided search so that's what i wanted to bring to the table i don't know if celeste or shaniko iona or juliana have anything they want to say or add or if you have anything that's coming up please feel free to do so we can go popcorn style starting now I am so proud of you because I've been one of the, the the pushing powers behind you for this academy. And it's like, I feel so proud. I, I feel so proud. So kudos to you. Congratulations. I'll be your first customer, by the way, just so that you know. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much, Juliana. I appreciate you for that. I really do. It's I don't take it for granted at all. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I just wanted to say thank you for hosting the room. This was dope and so nice to meet everybody. So many new faces and I look forward to the next one. Yay, yay, definitely. Go Shaniqua. Yeah, I'll just jump in and say thank you um, again, Favor, uh, for posting this space. I think that this is probably like my second time 
um, holding space with you. And it's always a pleasure to hear, you know, your perspective and have, you know, positive conversation with you. You guys definitely make sure you want to follow the club and connect with, you know, favor because some crazy stuff is happening in the clubhouse hallways. I was saying this earlier. So if you want to curate your hallways with some more positive, constructive conversations, definitely, you know, be mindful of who you're following because that, you know, feeds over into your, your clubhouse hallways. So be mindful of who you're following and definitely connect with favor if you want to be a part of more positive, impactful conversations like this. And I'll pass it back to you, favor. Thank you, Shaniqua. I appreciate that. Yeah, you are right about that. You know, the hallway changes when you start following people, you know, so you want to know the right people you want to follow because you want to have the right conversations in your hallway. So I appreciate you for that. Iona, do you have anything you'd like to say? Yes. Uh, I just want to hone in on what everybody else says. I love it when there's insightful conversation and when we can talk about seo and nerd out and no one get like crazy or think we're weird like i just totally appreciate that because like this is like my love language just to nerd out on technical things and you know listening to people you know try things and then this happened and then you know and then me going back and then trying them myself like that is amazing so i hope everyone in the audience listened to uh a lot of the things that you said and i hope they go back and try them because i promise you these are like results that you can see happen in real time and as always favor your rooms are awesome i'll be following along all week so i'm glad you're going to be heavy on clubhouse this week so i'll try to make myself heavy as well <laughs> all hey. right i'm done <laughs> <laughs> thank you yona i definitely appreciate that thank you so much for being here and enjoying the time that we've been able to spend together and also it's also a pleasure being here with you guys and connecting with you i'm definitely going to be here again tomorrow i'll be here on wednesday thursday i probably might be here on friday but i want to make sure that you know as i'm here during this week you guys also gain some information and learn more about your business and know how you can be able to you know connect the dots and also put things you know in perspective so that is something that I really enjoy. And I just love positivity in rooms. I don't like being in rooms that are so like, I just don't like toxic. That's it. That's just me. So I just want to be in a place where I can breathe. I can feel good. I can enjoy myself. And at the same time, I can learn because sometimes I want to just join the room and just listen because sometimes listening also is very important. You don't, you don't want to be talking all the time. You want to also listen, take your notes, listen down, you know, listen through what you're hearing and also understand what you're saying when you speak, because when you do speak, someone's going to listen to what you're saying as well as you listen to somebody else that was speaking. So it's all a vicious cycle. And I want to make sure that, you know, I'm also doing the right thing too for you guys. So Thank you all so much for being here in this room today. Feel free to listen to the replay. The replays are going to be on. Feel free to also share this room with your friends, people in the hallway. Click the share button. If you want to share it anywhere you are, please feel free to do so. So you can be able to join us, join the Academy as well. So you can be able to get more emails when we do launch on Thursday. There are so many things that are packed in there for you that I'm going to be able to bring to you here. So I'm so excited that, you know, this is kicking off the way it is. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for joining the room till we meet again tomorrow. God bless. Have an amazing new week. Have an amazing Monday and I'll see you guys soon. Bye for now.